0: The Ragazin Sheets are available online at thesheets.com. Our website also offers free introductory material, including an online seminar. You can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123. That's the Ragazin Sheets at 212-674-3123. Ragazin, the most respected name in racing.
2: Have you heard the news? You can get free Formulator Pass performances with DRF Bets. Sign up to get the best bonus in racing with a $250 deposit match and a $10 free bet, plus free Formulator Pass performances. Enjoy all the perks of using Formulator with projected odds, trainer patterns, race and horse notes, replays, and more. Never pay for past performances again. Just use the promo code WINNING when you register at DRF.com slash bet. That's winning at DRF.com slash bet. it's post time for thoroughbred los angeles the most informative and profitable hour of horse racing found anywhere thoroughbred los angeles is brought to you by santa anita home of the 2023 breeders cup world thoroughbred championships by daily racing form exclusive past performance content provider for thoroughbred los angeles by legacy ranch home of top california stallions mr big Puffhouse, ride and straight fire get started right at legacy ranch by HorseBills.com. Enjoy billing made easy through HorseBills.com. By Sammy's Original. Great food and a great satellite wagering experience await you in Orange County, where the five and four or five freeways collide. At Sammy's Original. By the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association. It pays to own a cow bread. By Little Red Feather. Horse ownership is easy with California's largest horse racing partnership syndicate. By the Ragazin Sheets. The most effective handicapping tool available. Get the sheets. By the Los Alamitos Night Quarter Horse Racing. Sometimes your best day of racing is at night. By Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. Selections from Northern and Southern California each racing day. By the Derby Room at Fairflex Park in Pomona. The Inland Empire's newest and best satellite wagering facility. And by the South Point Casino in Las Vegas, where the action never stops. And now, here are your hosts, John
3: Lindo and Bob Ike. And welcome to Thoroughbred Los Angeles. This is Bob Ike. I'll be joined by John Lindo in just a second. It is a wet and rainy Saturday edition of Thoroughbred Los Angeles, where I'm sure most everyone listening by now knows that racing has been canceled at Santa Anita this weekend. Yesterday got about at least three inches of rain in the Arcadia area. It has continued on today, and uh, I think it was the right decision. It It's just been a, a wet Sloppy, sealed mess out there with no turf racing. But that doesn't mean there isn't plenty to concentrate on from around the country. It's Saudi Cup Day. We've got a great card at Oaklawn Park, uh, including the Rebel. We've got a full card at Gulfstream Park, 12 races down there. Uh, Aqueduct, Golden Gate. So, John Lindo, we don't have Santa Anita this weekend. Uh, We also don't have Los Alamitos tonight, but that doesn't mean we're not going to handicap from around the country today. Good morning, John. How are you doing? I'm
4: doing great, Bob. Good morning. And I, I agree with you. I think San Anita made the right call. It rained all day yesterday in Arcadia. rained last night. And, uh, you know, I think when the storm is all said and done, Mount, Mount Baldy, which is just above Santa Anita, is supposed to get something like six feet of snow. So it, it's stuff we haven't seen before. So uh, in the meantime, you know, it's fast and firm in, in the uh, local race book and uh, down here at the, the, at the homestead. I can watch them wager from here. Start with a little Saudi Arabia and, and go across the country. So I'm looking forward to it.
3: Yeah, it's it's still a great day of racing, John. You're right. The snow level, and I live sort of in the foothills area, uh, was really low yesterday, and uh, I think they're talking about a thousand feet. I, I tried to get the dogs in for a little walk yesterday. Got hit by some hail, so uh, it's definitely cold and different conditions than we're used to, especially here in late February, Southern California. Uh, but what it does do, John, uh, let's talk about a little bit about the updated race schedule at Santa Anita because yesterday was supposed to be a make-up day for a previous cancellation that didn't happen. But Santa Anita has added a day, and, uh, you know, we're coming up on a huge weekend. Big Cap is next Saturday.
4: Right. Big Cap Day is a week from today, which will include the Big Cap and the San Felipe for three-year-olds. And the the benefit from not racing this weekend, they're going to add races next Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So you'll see larger cards on those days. And there will be an additional day of racing March the 9th. A Thursday has been added as a day of racing to make up for some of these cancellations. So, you know, again, the horses get a little break right now in the race schedule. It should make for a little bigger field, and uh, Big cap Day is a, big, uh, a day to be out there anyways. We've got a couple extra races to play probably, so uh, and there's going to be a mandatory payout in the Rainbow Six next Saturday as well. So we've got a lot of reasons to be out there next weekend.
3: And hopefully the silver lining on these cancellations, John, is, you know, it helps us down the road where uh, we know after you k- kind of get into the later part of this meet, uh, the horse population dwindles even a little more just through attrition or whatever but uh i think maybe with these cut back in days it helps us down the road a little bit don't you think
4: i think so yeah like you say when we get to april once the spring race tracks like keeneland open and you get the horses getting ready for the derby trail at churchill downs you're going to see some horses leave and follow that and and that happens every year and until we get the two-year-olds racing to kind of fill in that gap there's a little bit of a, uh, you know, the, the horse population drops a little bit. So, uh, you know, keeping these horses fresh during this time is probably not a bad thing. Let's just hope, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get the rain in that we need. We'll brighten it up, be nice next week, hopefully, and uh, get back to racing in Santa Anita. I mean, there's nothing better this time of year. March in Santa Anita is a good place to be.
3: Yeah, no doubt about it. And we will update some of these Saudi races as they come in. Many of them have been r- run already, but the big one's still coming up, the Saudi Cup. Of course, the richest race in the world, $20 million. Uh, that's about a half an hour away. So we'll bring that update uh probably with John Hardoon or Bruce Finkelstein later on in the show Uh John, already Japan's shown up. They've won a couple races, and Frankie Dettori won a race. But we'll talk about that a little bit later. Let's start off with Oaklawn Park and previewing the Rebel, which is a million-dollar race. goes as the 11th race on the card, a mile and a 16th. And, you know, for a million bucks, you're supposed to draw a full field, and that's what it is. And you're supposed to draw guys like Brad Cox and Steve Asmussen and Wayne Lucas and Bob Baffert, oh, by the way, uh, Bob Baffert's horse, Reincarnate, is now trained by Tim Yakteen.
4: Exactly. This is, We're getting to the point now. Well, we know by February 28th, the way things stand with the courts, that if uh, the horses trained by by Bob Baffert want to get Kentucky Derby qualifying points, they're going to have to move to a different barn. So uh, we saw Harlow Cap move out last week to go down to the fairgrounds to Steve Asmussen. Reincarnate shows up today for Tim Yachtin in the Rebel, and this is a good race. Uh, Reincarnate comes off a game win in the sham, you know, pushed a fast pace and was game to the wire. There's not going to be any easy leads in the Rebel. You've got verifying the half brother to uh, Midnight Bizu on the rail. He's got some speed. Number two, powerful stretches out. He's got speed. Uh, Giant mischief coming off the layout for Brad Cox. He's got good tactical speed. And horses like Talladega, even Frosted Departure on the outside. So uh, the lead is not going to be anybody's for the taking. You're going to have to go get it, and then you're going to have to hold off the closers. As far as how the ratio goes for me, I, I was really impressed last time, Bob, by the way, number five giant mischief ran in the uh, the springboard Mile at Remington. He lost all chance at the start, made a huge looping move around the far turn, kept to his task around second that day. I thought it was a super effort. Now, he hasn't been out since December, but he's got a steady work uh, tab down at the fairgrounds, and we don't know if he'll handle a wet track, but I think this is a horse with a lot of upside. A Ortiz gets the call here. He's 5-2 to two in the program. I think he's going to drift out a little bit. I, I think the other Brad Cox horse, number one, verifying, will take most of the action in here. And I think Giant Mischief showed he doesn't need to lead last time, and that might be the right kind of, of uh, style for this race, so... Giant mischief for me in the Rebel Stakes, a wide open Rebel Stakes. We'll see how um, the horses in here handle a wet track. It's going to be muddy down there. It's been cold and rainy the last couple of days, so you throw that into the mix, and it makes for a really good gambling race.
3: Yeah, this is a good, good race, good card, uh, plenty to uh, sink your teeth into. I'm sure a few of our handicappers are going to land on these Oaklawn races today. And uh, John Lindo, last week uh, you gave us a winner from from Oaklawn in last samurai eighteen eighty, and by the way, uh not to toot our horns too much, but we have had a hot group of handicappers on this show. Uh, going back weeks now, Michael Rona had rattled off four in a row and and you 've been hitting and bruce and we 'll talk about what Toby Callett did last weekend because it was it was monumental it was just a monstrous hit so uh we are uh in a zone right now on thoroughbred l a let 's try to keep it going as we handicap from around the country today and john uh your, your selection sheet available all racing days. At the South Point, and let's mention today is Mary Junger's final day. She's the longtime race book manager. She's been a friend of our show forever, and uh, she retires. Today is her final day. So if you're up there and you're listening to us on the Internet, uh, please stop by, say hi to Mary, thank her for all of her years of service and, and how good she's treated us here on Thoroughbred L.A.
4: Typical of Mary, she made the uh, Saudi Cup races available in the South Point Racebook today, so they've been able to play the races uh, from Saudi Arabia at the South Point. So they got started early. They'll stay into the night. And I, I tell you, she's just been so nice to the horse players, so gracious to us uh, and uh, friends of the. She tells me that people come in all the time saying that they heard about uh, the South Point from Thoroughbred Los Angeles, which we're very happy about. But uh, she's going to retire, she'll be moving to a different state. Steve Johnson will be your contact now at the South Point. You can reach him at the same number, 866-780-7223. Steve has been the longtime assistant for Mary. He knows the system there. Uh, He'll take good care of you. But we're going to miss Mary. She's just been a fantastic person, been a horse uh, player-friendly employee at the South Point for so long. And want to wish her all the best out there in her new endeavors.
3: Well, let's uh, let's give a winner in Mary's uh, honor today, uh, John Lindo. As I mentioned, your Lindo report available every day at the South Point and today's RacingDigest.com. When there's no Southern California racing, you'll find another track as you did today and put out the Lindo report for Oaklawn Park. So where do you want to go and, and make it two weeks in a row here on the radio?
4: Let's go to race number five at Oaklawn. I'll stay down there at Oaklawn. I like that racetrack. I don't worry about playing those races when it rains down there. That track handles water very, very well. I like number four, Uncle Buddy in race five at Oaklawn. This is a horse that had a lot of traffic problems last time. Finished up with interest. That was on a sloppy track so you can know, you know he'll handle moisture. I think with a little bit more clear sailing and with a race over the track which is so important down there, he can move forward today. He likes to win races and an 8 to 1 on the morning line there's value. Race 5 at Oaklawn, number 4, Uncle Buddy. That's for me today at the again Oaklawn Park.
3: All right, John, I'm going to give out a radio play as well. I'm obviously not doing my selection sheet this weekend with no uh, Santa Anita racing, but I did look at Gulfstream Park today and Uh, I'll be diving in a little bit there. They've got a very juicy-looking late pick five. No coast-to-coast, by the way, either with the cancellation today of Santa Anita. But I'm going to go to the eighth race at Gulfstream Park. This is a first-level allowance race going 7.5 on the turf. I like their turf racing there. It gets a full field. And I'm going to try number 10, Hoku, who is a nice 8-to-1 on the morning line. Lightly-raced 4-year-old, debuted at Tampa, towards the end of the year, and one first time out from the 10 post, going a mile on turf, not easy to do, and sprung off a big upset that day at 18-1. to 1. Then they come back and tried him at a mile and a half. He made the lead and faded. I don't think that's what he wants to do. So let's try uh, and give another chance to Hoku. Eighth race today, Gulfstream Park number 10, Hoku is 8-1 on the morning line. And uh, I'll try to make it two weeks in a row as well, John. So uh, I want to join that list of hot handicappers as well. Let's take our first time out. Uh, when we come back, Bob Mazurski and Scott Shapiro in the next segment of Thoroughbred Los Angeles, a Saturday edition on AM 830 KLAA, home of Angels baseball. When race, you know I love it when the- so good to feel so
1: sad I'm only happy when
0: it rains. Angels Radio AM 830 Racing fans make plans to join us for one of the biggest days of the year Santa Anita Handicap Day on Saturday, March 4th it's an experience you'll never forget, as we'll not only have the 85th running of the Big Cap, presented by Bar Resort and Casino at a mile and a quarter, we'll have three other graded stakes, including one of America's most important Kentucky Derby preps, the $400,000 San Felipe at a mile and one-sixteenth. Additionally, we'll have the Grade 1 Frankie Kilro mile on turf, and Phillies and Marys will go a mile on grass, and the Grade 2 Buena Vista. That's all on Big Cap Day, Saturday, March 4th. And fans don't miss the first coast-to-coast Big five each weekend. It's a $1 minimum bet with a player-friendly 15% takeout covering five races from Santa Anita and Gulfstream Park. Don't forget, Santa Anita Handicap Day is Saturday, March 4th, just east of Pasadena in Arcadia, Santa Anita. It's the great race play.
2: Developed by Horseman, Horsebills.com is a cost-effective, time-saving, environment-friendly, paperless revolution of how equine industries bill and receive payments. Vendors are able to generate electronic invoices for each horse, whose owners can pay through the same website with just one click. Say goodbye to stacks of invoices, handwritten checks and postage costs. Easy accounting for all parties with the highest online security measures. Get started free at Horsebills.com. Simply register with your name and email address. Free to sign up. No subscription fees to vendors until the first invoice. Sent. For owners, you get a free account, comprehensive dashboard with information on all horses owned and billing records, ACH and credit card payment options. For vendors, generate invoices efficiently and receive payments quickly from both owners and other vendors. Syndicate and partnership managers get flexible billing and payment options to both vendors and syndicate members. For more info, call 888-938-4643, 888-938-4643, or log on to horsebills.com. That's horsebills.com. Owning a racehorse is the most exciting investment you can make. Part of the experience is watching your horse thrive after their careers end. LRF Cares is the aftercare arm of Little Red Feather Racing and is designed to ensure that all LRF racehorses have proper homes after they're done racing. Whether it's as a hunter or a jumper or just a riding horse, our equine athletes deserve first-class care before, during, and after their racing days, and LRF Cares is there to provide it. For more information on how you can help donate your time or money, contact Gary Fenton at 310-850-4724 or log on to littleredfeather.com. Responsible ownership doesn't end when your horse's career ends. Join us today and make a difference. Call 310-850-4724 or log on to littleredfeather.com. LRF cares. Let Legacy Ranch prepare your horses the right way before heading to the racetrack. Farm trainer Terry Knight oversees the five-furlong training track meticulously maintained by well-known track supervisor Richard Tedesco. Your horses will get the time, experience, and individual attention they need to be fully prepped and give them their best chance for success at the races. Located in Clements, California, the 145 acres of Legacy Ranch provides large pastures and grass paddocks too.
1: G'day, this is Michael Rona, and you're listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles on AM
5: 830 KLAA.
3: Welcome back to Thoroughbred Los Angeles. never rains in Southern California, except this weekend, where we... uh have canceled racing at Santa Anita, and John, Linda, and I are covering racing from around the country with all of our handicappers, and uh, John, before we bring in Bob Mazursky, let's talk about our cowbred of the Week. This horse has become one of my favorites, and John, it's very rare that you can see a horse that can sprint, route, turf, and dirt, but this horse does it all, and uh, what a horse he is. Tell us about him, John.
4: Well, I'm with you, too, Bob. This is one of my very favorite horses on the racetrack, and that is the Chosen Braun, who won Monday's $100,000 TisNOW stakes. The Chosen Braun is by Vronsky, out of the Tiz Wonderful mare Tiz Molly, was bred by the Tiz Molly Partners, is owned by Sondraker Racing, Krulljack, Fetkin, and Thornburg, and is trained by Eric Jack. The Chosen Braun was making it five straight stakes wins in the TisNOW. He's now up to his earnings over $672,000, and, Bob, uh, this is the kind of horse that made me a fan of horse racing growing up. He's just a, a fun to watch. He lays his body down every time. He's just such a pleasure to, to call him the Cowboy of the Week.
3: Yeah, no, dash, no doubt about it. What a great job Eric Krueljek has done with him. Uh, John, we're going to recap the Saudi Derby later with John Hardoon and talk about the upcoming Saudi Cup. But uh, just real quick, let's mention the Japanese horses won the turf sprint and the mile and seven-eighths turf marathon, and then uh, a heck of a performance in the Saudi sprint with Breeders' Cup sprint winner Elite Power just just dominating to win his sixth straight race, and uh, that guy, Frankie Dettori shipped over there and and got another big win, John.
4: Frankie's having a heck of a, of a ending in retirement tour, isn't he? He's winning everywhere he goes, and Elite Power sat off the pace, angled five or six wide and just powerhouse down the lane, finished uh, one by about four lengths over Gunite, the American horse trained by Steve Asmussen, so the Americans won two there. Like you say, the Japanese horses continue to do well in these big international days and looking forward to seeing uh, Taiba and Country Grammar represent uh, the California uh, barns of Bob Baffert out here and coming up next in the Saudi Cup.
3: And, John, I'm going to make a prediction. I'm going to predict we're going to get to the end of the year, and, Frank, he's going to have a change of heart because I don't see this guy retiring uh, the way he's riding right now. There's too much left. Uh, he's doing it in California. He's doing it internationally. I think, Frankie's going to have a change of heart when we get to December.
4: I tell you what, if he's in the twilight of his career, Bob, I would have loved to see him in his prime because he's riding so well right now. And here, here's a fun fact for you. He, uh, uh, Bill Spar trained a very good sprinter named uh, Sensational Star. He was actually my son's pony when he retired. But uh, Frankie Dittori, as an apprentice, won on Sensational Star at Hollywood Park in his very last career start. Uh, the, you know, Frankie was uh, just an apprentice getting started with agent Bob Meldahl. So, got a winner's circle with a picture with Frankie Dittori at Hollywood Park aboard Sensational Star.
3: Oh, uh, that's great, John. Let's bring in Bob Mazursky, one of our regulars and the handicapper for the Southern California newspaper group. His selections also appear every racing day here at Today's Racing Digest.com. Good morning, Bob. How are you? I'm good, guys. How are you? We're doing well, and word came out, uh, I guess it was yesterday, maybe the day before, but Del Mar will get the 2024 Breeders' Cup. It'll be the third time Del Mar hosts, and uh, good news, it stays in Southern California for two years in a row because we're at Santa Anita this year. So, uh, exciting news uh, for Southern California again, Bob.
6: Yeah, absolutely. Certainly, like you said, good year. The weather's usually good that time of year, here, which is sometimes not the case in other places, so... Good for Del Mar. They've done a great job hosting it the first two times, and i looking forward to both Rears Cups at Santa Anita and there next year.
3: John, I know you wanted Bob to look at the uh, the feature race at Aqueduct today. It's named after a horse. Uh, even though we've all been in the game a long time, we never saw Stymie run. He, he ran <laughs> right back in the 40s, and he was an old gelding that ran a zillion races. Uh, John Lindo, jump in and get a pick from Bob.
4: Yeah, I, I can honestly say I wasn't there for one of his races, so that works out good for me, I guess, but I know Bob Mazursky was saying he was going to look at the Aqueduct card today, and before we get a radio play from Aqueduct from you, Bob, you know, they've had trouble with field sizes in their stakes races in New York. Today is no different. This time he only came up with a field of six, but you look at this race, and number three, Repo Rocks looks like he's been reborn since joining the Jamie Ness stable. Yeah, he's definitely the one to beat the way he's 3-for-3 three three since Jamie
6: Ness took over, and every race has gotten progressively better, including a big win last time in the tobacca, and That was at 7-8. He's stretching out to a one-turn mile today, and the way he won, you know, it's just it's hard to imagine him getting beat in his current form. He's 6-5 to five on the line, and he looks it on paper. Miles D is the second choice. You know, he's capable of running on his best day. He's 1-for-1 at Accuracy. He won the Discovery, beat up what was a very, a very sharp horse then in Speaker's uh, Corner, He's drawn outside. I think he'll re- improve off his race, I don't know if he's good enough to beat uh, Repo Rock in his current form. The horse I'm most interested in is possible exact partner is number two, Farmo Power. I like the way he won at Parks last time. These Park shippers seem to do pretty well in New York in the winter, so I think he might be the uh, exact partner for Repo Rock, number two, Farmo Power.
3: And then, Bob, uh, last weekend you had a good Saturday, four top-choice winners hit the early pick five for 275 dollars, and i think today you want to go to aqueduct for your selection right
6: yeah i'm gonna go to the fourth race i like number seven hammer and hammer i like the pattern here the horse won bigot for 16 he was claimed by jeffrey engelhardt steps him all the way up to 40 draws outside this horse tends to get good and stay good for a while so i'm hoping he can win at this tougher level he's three to one on the morning line number seven seven hammer and hammer in race
3: four. All right, fourth race at Aqueduct, Hammer and Ammer for Bob Mazursky. Uh, stay dry, Bob, and we'll talk to you again next week. All right, guys. Take care. Have a good day. Okay, you too. Let's bring in Scott Shapiro from Twinspires.com, and uh, Shaper's a busy guy this time of the year. He was at Fairgrounds last weekend. I know he's all over the Oaklawn card today and uh, Turfway Park as well. Lot, Lots going on for you, Shaper. Good morning.
5: Good morning, Iker. Good morning, John Lindo. Good to, uh, chat with you guys and actually
3: be uh, the one with the better
5: weather today. So, uh, (laughs) you 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 got us this time, huh? I do. It's a very rare checkmate for me with the weather here, but, uh, but we will take it. And yeah, busy, busy times. It was a good time in New Orleans. Excited for this Rebel card at, uh, Oaklawn Park, as you guys talked about. Really good card. And then, uh, A uh, six-figure, over $216,000 late pick five carryover at Surfway Park tonight. So uh, it's a marathon. Hopefully we'll uh, come out ahead in the end.
3: Well, let's go back a week because you were there live at Fairgrounds, and uh, the horse that looked unbeatable, Hoosier Philly in the Rachel Alexandra, uh, turned out to be very beatable. Shaper, I know not a good trip, but I was still expecting more. What about you?
5: Yeah, you know, she didn't get out of the gates well, and, you know, it was a little bit of an uncomfortable voyage, but if you're a great horse, I don't think there was enough trouble to prevent her from at least making a, a significant run. I would have understand maybe getting beat off the bench with a slow break, but she really was just flat throughout, a very underwhelming and disappointing effort. You know, you could point to some excuses in the race, but like you... I thought that, you know, the excuses weren't good enough for me, and uh, maybe she'll get over bet next time. This is a horse that I legitimately thought had a chance to make a run into the Kentucky Derby with a couple of good performances down in New Orleans, and now they'll just be happy to get her into the gates for the Kentucky Oaks and have her you know, be a figure horse because, to me, she's got she's to prove it all over again after that effort in the uh, Rachel Alexandra.
3: Who was the most impressive 3-year-old you saw last weekend?
5: Well, I think the Risen Star left us more questions than answers. I thought the winner, Angel of Empire, the runner-up, Sun Thunder, amongst a couple others, ran well, but they got a good setup in the race, didn't come back super quick. We talked about the Rachel Alexandra, pretty underwhelming as the, the, the top contenders for the Kentucky Oaks kind of have fallen, at least coming into the year, the ones that dominated that too. I'm going to go a little off the grid and go to a maiden-breaking performance from a horse called Bishop Bay. He went off at one to two. A son of Uncle Mo. One of the uh, many Brad Cox three-year-olds. Part of a, a big group of uh, owners that put together, put in a million dollars apiece. And this horse was green, but very fast and very impressive. Didn't get a great trip under Florence Rue but still ended up winning in the end. No matter what metric you look at. This horse, Scott, ran a very fast race and looks to have a very bright future. So keep an eye out on Bishop's Bay, who was heavily back in uh, the debut effort and probably will be again, but uh,
3: could be uh, one to keep an eye on as we move forward. John Lindo, I know that you had a couple things for Scott.
4: Yeah, good morning, Scott. Uh, you know, looking at the Oakland card today, we've got some rain down there, but that track handles water very well. And you've got a big field of.
3: Hello. Hello. Yeah, Shapper, are you there? We lost John, yeah, I'm huh? I'm here. I'm here. Okay, we're still on. We lost done. John. We lost John Lendo. Uh, I know he wanted you to uh, preview the Honey Bee, uh, which is one of the yeah. big races down there. So uh, let's take a look at that one.
5: Yeah, the road to the Kentucky Oaks continues with the Honey Bee, as uh, horses looking three-year-old fillies looking to step up and submit uh, their spot into the uh, starting gate the first Friday in May. And, Iker, I thought this was a race where the uh, two morning line favorites were a little bit vulnerable. We haven't seen the three-to-one morning line favorite, number three, Grand Love, since her two-year-old campaign. She won on debut, and then a couple of speed and fade efforts trying two turns against Graded Stakes Company. So she'll be involved early. And Wet Paint, who I thought got the perfect setup in the win in the mark of Washington for Brad Cox and Flavian Pratt. I respect these horses, but I don't think they're standing by any stretch. I think number two, Toehead, is very interesting. Big step forward last time out in her first start as a three-year-old from Mike Maker. This is a horse that's always really hated to get past in the lane. Found a way to relax, though, and finish in that spot. I think Toehead, uh, if she can replicate that effort, maybe take a little bit of a step forward. She merits major respect at 9-2. to two. And then another 9-2 to two shot to Purpose, who was the favorite in the aforementioned Martha Washington I think she was a little bit closer to the early pace than she needs to be. She just broke so well back on uh, January 28th that she kind of put herself into that spot. But there's more speed here. She draws outside. I think the running purpose is going to bounce back. And then number four, Gambling Girl, is an interesting long shot for Todd Fletcher, a New York Red, shipping in. It could be a pretty contentious early pace. This is a horse that I know could finish. Has raced a couple of times at a mile or an eight, so is actually cutting back. And when Todd Pletcher shipped to Oakland Park, 66-yard sample size, 27%, 319 ROI. So with I ride or a team Jr., I wouldn't
3: leave Gambling Girl out. John, I think we have you back, correct?
4: Yes, yes. I don't know what happened there, but, uh, you know, the gremlins uh, pulled the phone plug, but we're back.
3: <laughs> All right. Well. Uh... I'm glad to have you, John. Uh, everything just went blank there for a second. It was like the ending of Sopranos. It just went completely <laughs> dark. Um,
4: well, I didn't get whacked. We're okay. <laughs>
3: no, you didn't. Uh, Shapper, how about a pick from Oakland today?
5: Yeah, you know what? I, I think it's a really fun card. Lots of price options. I'm going to go to race six, the race where I think the favorites are a little bit vulnerable. And it's a maiden special event for three-year-old Phillies. It kicks off a middle pick four there. And I'm going to go to a 12 to one shot on the rail. Number one, Mary's Boone, a New York bred that cost $135,000, debuted at Oakland over the mud, ran an even fourth, chasing the hot pace of Effortlessly Elegant, who will actually try the uh, the um, Honeybee, which we just spoke about, uh, stretching out, trying winners for the first time. I think Mary's Boon for trainer McLean Robertson. He's got very good numbers, second time out, is going to take a big step forward. And, and she's 12 to 1. So race 6, number 1, Mary's food at Oakland Park.
3: Nice. Let's get it home. Thanks for your time, Shapper. We'll talk again next weekend, and uh, good luck today.
5: You too, guys. Uh, stay safe in that uh, treacherous weather.
3: <laughs> we'll get through it. We'll be okay. We'll be uh, geared up for next weekend, Big Cap Day. Have a good one. You too, bud. Alright, let's take our next time out. When we come back, John Hardoon from the Ragas and Sheets, Bruce Finkelstein, betonbruce.com. That's the next segment of Thoroughbred Los Angeles right here on AM 830 KLAA, home of Angels baseball.
2: AM 830. Now, more than ever, it pays to own a cowbread owners of a registered California bred maiden shall be paid $17,500 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Southern California and a $10,000 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Northern California. These bonus awards are in addition to all regular purse monies won and will be paid within 30 days after the win. California bred $50,000 or less maiden claiming winners will be eligible for the current $40,000 or less starter races too. Take advantage of these tremendous UN Incentive programs by breeding and buying cowbreds. For information, call the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association at 626 445 7800. That's 626 445 7800. Or log on to CTBA.com. And remember, it pays to own a cowbred.
0: The Ragazin Sheets are available online at thesheets.com. Our website also offers free introductory material, including an online seminar. You can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123. That's the Ragazin Sheets at 212-674-3123. Ragazin, the most respected name in racing.
2: Sammy's Original invites horse players to help celebrate their 10-year anniversary. The satellite wagering section at Sammy's offers a special menu featuring prices rolled back to 2013. And here's a Sammy's exclusive. Purchase the only winning ticket in the Santa Anita Rainbow Six at Sammy's. Cash it at Sammy's and receive a $25,000 bonus from your friends at Sammy's Original. Great food at discounted prices and always player-friendly. Sammy's Original is located where the 5 and 405 freeways collide in Lake Forest at 23221 Lake Center Drive. Post each day is 10 a.m., 120 high-definition TVs, great food and drink, and the best live racing from around the country is the ultimate trifecta. Get lucky at Sammy's Original, 23221 Lake Center Drive in Lake Forest, and online at Sammy'sOriginal.com. From Golden Gate to Santa Anita to Del Mar, and everywhere racing is conducted in California, Bruce Finkelstein's Ben on Bruce has you covered. Full card selections available every racing day at BetOnBruce.com. Get advice on multi-wager ticket structures and improve your return on investment with Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. Bet on experience. BetOnBruce.com. Angels Radio.
3: AME 30s. Welcome back, Thoroughbred Los Angeles. Bob Ike and John Lindo, they are behind the gate for the $20 million Saudi Cup. That'll probably go as we're uh, trying to... Talk to John Hardoon. First of all, a word about Legacy Ranch. Our friends Pete and Ev Parella. if uh, you need to get up there and breed to their sires, let Legacy Ranch take you from the breeding shed to the Winner's Circle. Contact trainer Terry Knight for details regarding the 2023 breeding seasons to Mr. Big, Straight Fire, and Clubhouse Ride. You can call Terry at 510 928 Four nine eight zero. That's Legacy Ranch. Well, let's bring in John Hardoon. And John, I tried to time it right, but it didn't quite work. They're 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 circling around behind the gate. Uh, we all want to kind of watch this race. But first of all, good morning, John. And uh, how about a guy named Steve Asmussen racking up ten thousand wins?
7: Yeah, how about it? And uh, he had a tough weekend last week, and I think he had 27 or 30 starters on uh, Sunday and uh, couldn't pull the trigger, didn't get it done. What was the chances of that? But he finally got it done the other day, so congratulations
4: to him.
3: John, earlier on the card at Saudi, uh, Caudi, Saudi Cup night, uh, the Saudi Derby was a heck of a race. Bob Baffert had shipped having a meltdown back there and, and dueled with a horse named Commissioner King. And they went all the way around the track. And a very exciting photo, Commissioner King pulled off the upset in the uh, $1.5 million Saudi Derby. But a real good race.
7: It was, and Baffert usually doesn't get beat like that. If you're coming down the lane with Baffert, uh, nine out of ten times he's going to get you, but that didn't happen. There were a couple of terrific races. Elite Power really put in a terrific performance. Uh, Casa Creed, uh, the Bill horse just got beat a nose in the turf race, so there has been some great races there.
3: John, uh, we have Mr. Hardoon doing all kinds of tracks today, although he got Santa Anita off today. So, uh, John Lindo, jump in for a second.
4: Let's get a list, uh, John. What what, uh, tracks are you doing with Santa Anita canceled today?
7: Well, we have Gulfstream, we have Oakland, and we have Aqueduct Selection.
3: And I know we want to get a couple radio plays, uh, John Hardoon. So where do you want to go first?
7: go to aqueduct race six uh late scratch of the six so a field the seven and i love the number eight horse in here mount travis a seven-year-old gelding who was claimed out of his last race by trainer mike maker jose gomez aboard to ride he's listening five to one on the morning line he draws a good outside box going seven furlongs number eight mount travis wins today's sixth race out at aqueduct
3: mount travers there at aqueduct and uh how about your second pick today john
7: Gulfstream Race Eleven. We have a late scratch in there of the ten, so that leaves a field of nine. And I like the number five horse in here, Desert Ruler. This four-year-old gelding was claimed four, or five races back by trainer Enrique Amado. Uh, he's listed at eight to one on the morning line since uh, Amado took over the training. This horse has done nothing but run good figures. The price is right. She got a great trip in here. Number five, Desert Ruler, upsets and wins today's seventh race out at uh, Gulfstream. All
3: right. Tell us uh, how we can get your stuff today, John.
7: You can go to the website at dot ncom Again, we have Aqueduct, Gulfstream, and Oakland selections.
3: Very good. Thank you, John. Enjoy the race. It's coming up, and uh, we'll talk to you again next week.
7: Thanks, guys. Stay, say, stay, stay safe, be dry, and uh, talk to you soon. Thank you. All
3: right. Thanks, John. And, uh... John Lindo, just will mention no show tomorrow for Mike Willman, Uh, so no Sunday show tomorrow with the uh, cancellation of racing.
4: Yeah, he gets a well-deserved weekend day off. and doesn't get many days off, uh, um, especially the weekend. So, Michael, take that off. He'll be back in full force from 8 to 10 a week from tomorrow.
3: And this race is in progress now, John, the Saudi Cup. But uh, let's just quickly mention that, the, the situation with Bob Baffert's noms, uh, these Triple Crown noms, you've mentioned it a couple times, how they're being uh, moved to other barns, and uh, apparently some tracks aren't exactly getting the memo because he's still listed as a trainer of record some places.
4: Well, it was weird. Uh, the nominations came out the both the Gotham Stakes at, at uh, Aqueduct and the San Felipe are being held next Saturday at Santa Anita. So the Gotham nominations came out, and you had... Four Baffert horses being nominated, including Carmel Road, Hajazi, Arabian Lion, who are all listed as uh, being trained by Tim Yachtin. And then you have Fort War- Warren being listed as trained by uh, Brittany Russell. So yesterday the, the uh, San Felipe nominations come out, and you see Carmel Road and Hajazi also nominated to the San Felipe, but the listed trainer there is Bob Baffert. So I don't know, you know, what the rule is as far as when they have to make the switch as, as official trainer. Obviously, if those horses are going to run for Kentucky Derby qualifying points, they have to switch barns no later than February the 28th, so there is still some time to do it. But I just thought it was very inconsistent that, you know, in this day and age, uh, how the ho- horses can be nominated for a race on the same day listed as being trained by two different trainers, it, it just doesn't make any sense to me.
3: I hear you, John. uh, They just hit the wire there in uh, the Saudi race, so I'm going to let you kind of gather that information, fill us in, and we'll bring in Bruce Finkelstein right now. Good morning, Bruce. How are you?
8: Good morning, John. Good morning, Bob. How's it going? I just was watching the race live. uh, Also, I I think it was the Japanese number seven horse, right? Yes,
3: Panthera wire
8: to wire. And um, I did not see Taiba. I think he backed up pretty badly, John.
4: I think Taiba might have Well, one, one of the horses. Own uh, one of the backer horses ran second. I think it was. I, I'm trying to see it here. I'm sorry. I was. Yeah, ta- it was the two. It was number two, Country Grammar second, and a photo for third. So yeah, Taiba mean, did fade down on the inside. Yeah, Taiba. Yeah, uh, country. about sixth or seventh in the race. I think.
3: Yeah. Taba just didn't – he was out of gas at the top of the lane. Country Grammar was finishing. And uh, so that's two years in a row, guys, that uh, Country Grammar runs second in this $20 million Saudi race. And looks like he got beat about the same distance as last year. It looked to be about a half a length there. So uh, couldn't quite get there. Taba was disappointing uh fading off the board. So we've covered that, and now we can focus with Bruce Finkelstein on uh, – well, what's going on today? For one thing, Golden Gate, and Golden we wanted Gate, to kind of, yeah, kinda, we, can, yeah we, we check out we how the out uh, Golden Gate. Yeah, how does the rain affect that tapita track up there, Bruce?
8: You know, I, I would say that your you, the speed holds a little bit better on the wet track there. I mean, it, it really has to downpour there because the drainage is amazing. You can't even tell most of the time that there's any water on the track, so it, it would have to take some sustained rain. Uh, but I I would say that the speed holds a little bit better because you're getting a little bit of kickback with the water uh, when it's a bad rain. So um, that might be about the only difference. But nothing really, you know, that uh, extreme uh, as far as biases are concerned. Uh, that said, uh, guys, let's look at the seventh race at at Golden Gate. Um, you're going to get a heavy favorite in here. Let's talk about you know, I think we all, as handicappers, you know, would like to land on a horse that's not the favorite, maybe make the, the, the uh, favorite a little vulnerable. There is a vulnerable favorite in the seventh race, the five-horse, my legal bet. This is kind of a problem horse. In the last four times, guys, this horse has been entered, and that dates back to July. He's scratched three out of four times he's entered. And I believe this is a horse that refuses to go into the starting gate. So I believe he's been a, a, a gate scratch in at least a couple of those uh, instances. He's got some gaps in his works. He's dropping in class from the times he's been entered. He has the quality to win, but he's a head case, and I don't want to put any money on him. He could be a very, very short pricer. I much prefer the second choice on the program, Jonathan Wong, the sixth, Autism Innocence. This horse ran very well in its first three sprint races on synthetic. He had a win in a couple of seconds, kind of threw in a clunker when last seen back in May of last year against tougher starter allowance horses. I think Jonathan Wong does the absolute right thing off the bench. He brings his horse down in against restricted claimers. I think his sprint races point him out. He he could be freshened and even improved as a first-time four-year-old or she does, she could be, um, and she fits, it looks like a good fit would be. So let's go against the vulnerable favorite here, the five, my legal bet. Go with the second favor on the program, the six, autism innocence at five to two.
3: And I know with no Santa Anita today, I think you're going to look at Oaklawn for your other pick, right, Bruce?
8: Yeah, I was listening to Scott Shapiro, and I completely agree with one of the horses he, he mentioned in the honeybee stakes, um, and that's the four gambling Girl. How often do we get Todd Pletcher and Irad Ortiz? Is there a hotter rider in the world than Irad Ortiz? I think he won five races yesterday. He is just unconscious, uh, even for him, uh, of late. Uh, this is a New York shipper. gambling girl who's run well on a couple of wet track situations. Uh, we're going to get a wet track. She just ran second in a 100-grand stakes race at a mile-and-eight at Aqueduct. Guys, this pace was very slow. I think it blunted her late closing style, but I thought she ran a game second in that five-horse race. She shortens up, before there is a load of speed to set it up for her off-the-pace style. She also gets in a little bit light in the weights against some of the other favorites. She carries 117. A couple of the other favorites carry 122. That's a plus. I think the nature of the track, the, the race dynamics, everything kind of lends itself for a be- big effort out of her. So a race 10... I'll go with the four gambling girl at a big fat twelve to one on the morning line.
3: Nice. Good luck today, Bruce, and tell us what we can get at betonbruce.com.
8: So this weekend we'll be doing Oakland Park, Gulfstream Park, Golden Gate. In the cases of Gulfstream Park and Oakland, the late races are only kind of we we look at the late pick fives at both at at, uh, and today at Golden Gate we're looking at the late pick four. So kind of concentrating on late races at Oakland, Gulfstream. Golden
3: Gate. Have a great day. We'll talk to you next week. Take care, guys. guys. Hey, John, before we take a break, uh, let's mention Sammy's rolling back their prices and uh, that big Rainbow Six bonus. And as we like to say, uh, post time there at Sammy's is in about 12 minutes.
4: Well, I tell you what, with no live racing at Santa Anita today, it's a great time to try one of the simulcast facilities. Sammy's is a great option for you in Orange County. Like you say, if you go to the the horse player section of the restaurant, they're going to have 2013 prices on their menu. Uh, they'll take carry in there. Great place to watch and wager. Uh, nice and warm. It'll be fast and firm in Sammy's for sure. And uh, if you play the Rainbow Six next weekend with that mandatory payout, if you hit it, not only will you, you know, you know if you're a single ticket any day, you can not only win the bonus money, but you're going to take home an extra 25000 from Sammy's. So if you're a Rainbow Six player, you consider playing there. Uh, Hit that only ticket and and let us know and uh, buy us lunch.
3: Absolutely. Derby room, another great option. I was out there last weekend. Uh, Great food, great menu, great service, uh, first-class presentation. That's the derby room, and uh, they're open as well. So uh, two great simulcast options today with no live racing at Santa Anita. Let's take our final time out. When we come back, the man of the hour, Toby Callet, will tell you what he did last week, and we'll end up with uh, a rookie who's kind of stepping in for Michael Rona this week. He, he's a guy named Ed Bergard. He's going to get his foot in the door this weekend, and we'll talk to him in the final segment of Thoroughbred Los Angeles right here on AM 830 KLAA.
4: where you can't get what you want, but you can't get me.
3: Angels Radio.
1: AM
0: 30. Racing fans make plans to join us for one of the biggest days of the year, Santa Anita Handicap Day on Saturday, March 4th. It's an experience you'll never forget, as we'll not only have the 85th running of the Big Cap, presented by Bar Resort and Casino on a mile and a quarter, we'll have three other graded stakes, including one of America's most important Kentucky Derby preps, the $400,000 San Felipe, at a mile and one-sixteenth. Additionally, we'll have the Grade 1 Frankie Kilroy Mile on turf, and Phillies and Marys will go a mile on grass, and the Grade 2 Buena Vista. That's all on Big Cap Day, Saturday, March 4th. And fans don't miss the first Coast to Coast Big 5 each weekend. It's a $1 minimum bet with a player-friendly 15% takeout, covering five races from Santa Anita and Gulfstream Park. Don't forget, Santa Anita Handicap Day is Saturday, March 4th, just east of pasadena in arcadia santa anita it's the great race place
9: The best of quarter horse racing is always at Los Alamitos with the Los Alamitos Maiden Stakes and Denim and Diamonds Stakes this Sunday night. The Maiden Stakes will be headed by Apolitical Victory, younger brother of the great Apolitical Pence. Apolitical Victory was impressive in his maiden trial and will look to earn his biggest win yet. He'll be facing a strong cast that includes Dangerous Fellow, By My Lady at Corona, and other top sprinters. Meanwhile, Sunday's Denim and Diamonds continues the tradition of top races in the Distaff Division at Los Alamitos. Coalition will head the field, looking for her second stakes win of the meet, plus Ed Bergard will be on the microphone calling a racing action. And don't miss Night Racing's Best Bets at Los Alamitos with the early and late pick fours, plus our $10,000 Pick 6 promo this Sunday night. We'll add $10,000 to the Pick 6 pool. Last Sunday's total pool was over $83,000. Enjoy the simulcast racing action at Los Alamitos featuring Golden Gate, Gulfstream, Aqueduct, Cal Expo Harness, and more. It's Quarter Horse Racing's best, the Maiden Stakes, the Deniman Diamonds, this Sunday night at Los Alamitos Racecourse. Thank you, racing fans, and we'll see you at the races.
2: See you at the Derby Room, 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the racebook? book? South Point Casino's
1: Racebook has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the race book right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our race book is completely separate from the sports book and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service. Bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Angels Ringo. AM 830.
3: Welcome back. Final segment, Thoroughbred Los Angeles and let's bring in the guy who was the star last weekend uh, not only did he give his famous gent at $10 in one of the coast to coast races but how about a cold deck trifecta baby billy on top $21 over 6 to 1 mondego over 20 to 1 bell Ami. well that only paid $455 for every 50 cents and toby i think it's safe to say you had that more than 150 cent increment
10: you, you've heard me say before, you know, go at the self-serve, you know, hit the repeat button and, 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 until they run out of paper or until your wrist hurts. Uh, that was pretty much the case. That was, uh, that was one of those uh, dream come trues, and let's not overlook the fact that we got lucky, uh, slid right up the rail, and, uh, you know, uh, better to be lucky than good sometimes.
3: Uh, well, uh, I know, John Lindo, you were in the South Point race book, and, uh, John, I know you, you jumped on board as well.
4: I did. It was great, Toby. Uh, first of all, good morning. And I, I had several guys in the South Point race book walk up to me and say, hey, you know, Toby had that tricol deck, and <laughs> I showed him my ticket. I said, yeah, I know. And uh, <laughs> y- y- you were a hero out there, Mr. Mister Callum. so uh, you better get out to the South Point pretty soon. you got a lot of friends.
10: I, I appreciate that. Yeah, I, I got a whole bunch of emails and a couple of phone calls this week, and, and they weren't irate for a change. You know? So that's just. Uh, <laughs>
3: Well, we're, Toby, we're not going to hold you to doing it two weeks in a row, but we do want to get a radio winner from Gulfstream today.
10: I'm going to take you to the fifth. It's one of the uh, turf races on the card. And uh, it's a nondescript race, but I think it's a race we can make some money. I like the two. Her name is Stir Crazy. Marco Lopez takes the call for Ben Perkins, Jr. Uh, behind her, we're looking at the five, Ocean air. The ninth is impressive. And the three, Mandy Green. Two, five, nine, three. It would be all you and me, Bob. And today's 5th at Gulfstream Park. We'll let John have a little
3: bit. All right. Well, congratulations again, and uh, uh, it's great to make a hit like that, and we all appreciate it. Thanks, Toby. We'll talk again next week.
10: Thank you. And you're welcome.
3: Appreciate it. Uh, all right. That was Toby Kalt. Let's bring in a guy now who's stepping in for Michael Rona. He's a familiar voice and a familiar face. Ed Bergart. Welcome back. How are you, my friend?
11: Hey, Bob. How you guys doing?
3: We're doing well. Uh no racing tonight at Los Al. We've already we got that notice out there, but uh what a race we saw last weekend. John Lindo, you guys are more uh adept at the quarter horse game than I am, but that race in the Brad McKenzie was as good as it gets. Uh John, go ahead and step in and say hello to Ed.
4: Yeah, good morning, Ed. I, I tell you what, what a terrific race. Uh I thought Impressum had no chance after the start. He had to be back two lengths to political pins who had a perfect trip. In the last 50 yards, uh, Impressum really leveled off. Well, what a finish that was, and that was their third head-to-head matchup, and those two are putting on a show.
11: Yeah, they sure are. Apolitical Pence turned seven years old, so he's still at the top of his game, and that's two consecutive times that Impressum kind of broke flat-footed and spotted uh, the time before, in the trial spot of Scoop's dynasty, about three-quarters of a length advantage early and was able to run him down. But you can't give a political pence a two-length advantage and hope to win, especially going 400 yards. Had the race been 440, I think Preston would have probably won by a length the way he finished. But the spectacular performance by horses that have dominated the champion of champions the past three years, eight Political pence, winning two times in a row, and then, of course, Impressum winning last year's champion of champions. And they're both still at the top of their game.
3: And uh, Ed, your protege Michael Rona, that was one great race call. Uh, I know you would agree.
11: No, I texted him as soon as they crossed the finish line and told him what a terrific race call that was. And he got back to me about ten minutes later. Said he didn't remember what he said. He got uh, so lost in the emotion of the race, but he caught it perfectly. And I can't say enough about the job Michael's done filling in and not filling in, but replacing me since I retired back in 2019.
3: Well, Ed, no racing tonight, but uh, there will be racing on Sunday. Tell us the post time, and uh, you've got a little maiden stakes as well. We got about a, a minute left, Ed, so fill us in.
11: Okay, uh, post time tomorrow night six o'clock. The uh, weather's supposed to clear up later on tonight, so the track superintendent will be out uh, working on the track tomorrow morning to open it up and get it ready for tomorrow night, weather permitting. We will be running six o'clock first post. The Los Alamitos Maiden Sticks goes as race number 10, and the full brother to A Political Pence. A Political Victory is going post making only his fourth lifetime start, but he almost looked like A Political Pence last time with the quickness out of the gate. We also have the Denim and Diamonds Handicap, the race before named after a mare that I call for her first, my first champion and champions back in 1981 when she won over Sergeant Pepper features. So, a terrific card tomorrow night.
3: All right, Ed. Sorry to cut you short, but welcome back, and uh, we'll enjoy racing tomorrow night, and we'll talk to you again next week. Uh, we're about out of time. Thanks to Jake Rich inside. No Mike Wilman tomorrow. Andy Harris and the SoCal Restaurant Show up next. Thanks for listening. Good luck from around the country today
10: and waste your time a day but Mr. Ebb will never speak unless he has something to say a horse is a horse of course, of course, and this one will talk to his voice is horse. you never heard of a talking horse